Perhaps I have better get, get this part is Get into it, yo. Dolly Grip. Hello, everybody. Hi, we're back. Hi, we're gorgeous, back. gorgeous girls. Only, Only gorgeous. gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Listen to please do not swear. That's oh, it. That's exactly. Did you what I was both just say. say that at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Happens, um, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Um. Well, how are we? Uh, are we having a lovely, a lovely week? Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. A few yeah, bits. actually. A few it's bits. cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. I passed my driving test. I'm a driving oh, bitch. You were absolutely I was like, somebody fucking mention it, guys. You were like, uh, how was your week? How was your week, guys? Let me guys? just tee I'm... myself up here. Fuck's sake. Well done, mate. Foolable. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> only gorgeous, gorgeous girls pass their third time. Pass on their third came, time. I have nothing to say. No. No. It was I, like, thank God I passed because I don't think I had a fourth attempt in me. Like, <laughs> oh my God, the Theresa May meme. How much more can she take? <laughs> <laughs> oh, glam. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, Regina George, get in losers. We're going shopping, vibing Tent. around the Dublin Nine area. <laughs> if anyone wants a ride, DM us, please. Do not yeah, swear. I'll give you a lift. <laughs> lift the Omni. Gorge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, that's our our big news bulletin of the week. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of any other any Swedish news. Uh, oh, we're out officially. All restrictions are gone. But I'm kind of like, what restrictions? What restrictions? <laughs> Literally. Well, you mean the one that stopped the nightclubs opening to three a.m. That one, like, oh, all right, hold on. okay. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty Good much time it. Girls. Um, couple of things to say. Um, first of all, I would like to apologise. <laughs> first of all, I'd like to apologise to the listeners for the paper rustling incident of the last episode. <laughs> Very loud. Like, I did not realise how loud that was. <laughs> Listen to the episode back. Hey, are you eating a packet of crisps? Hey. I was like, ow, my ears. <laughs> Oh, it's been on my conscience all week, so I just had to clear that before we continue. <laughs> right, right, right. They didn't mean to deafen anyone. <laughs> sorry about but, uh, that. Sorry. Um, and another uh, another thing to say is that we usually kind of, when we're doing these recordings, we usually kind of all get together and we talk about what we're going to talk about from the well, week and where is the this highlights. Going? Where is this and, going? <laughs> And we actually just, we we physically couldn't do it this week, right? This is going to be a bit of a stream of consciousness style of episode because (gasps) this season, this season, we're going to get right into it very shortly because we've just so much to talk about. Oh my God. Like, I'm slightly worried about like a Lord of the Rings saga length of episodes because it's just like, they're like, I, it took me so long to get through the episodes just because I had to keep stopping to take notes after almost every sentence. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we'll see how we get on. Full like meeting minutes taken of the episodes. <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, someone commented on our Instagram saying, who's it? Oh, Gavin Highland. Um, weeks one to six could honestly be two hour episodes per day. Week seven to 13, less so. <laughs> 
shade. I mean, <laughs> so, like, yeah. Although I don't. Oh yeah, is that that's when yeah the there's a gap in the in in the main characters like the house next door and all yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. although that was good times it I was. Thought. remember, remember oh. they went to prison anyway we'll get to it we'll when get to does it. that plane come in that's what i want to know let me just, oh let me. oh i'll tee this up at the end of the app <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right so yeah as you said like bumper to bumper let's just see how we got on here we tried putting a structure on this but there just is no structure to There's this none season to be had. because we're dealing with shabazz who <laughs> is the most chaotic housemate I think I've ever witnessed. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that our stunning him last week may have been <laughs> ill advised. Yeah, I'm sure. Hasn't aged well. Um, so, yeah, I think we, that we might have maybe forgotten um, what we were what we were dealing with there. I was just um, like, he loves Kylie. He's a vibe. No, Ooh, no. I think I think the screaming at everyone as they came in probably should have been a clue. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> right. Um, so it's it's you know opening night in the house. We've ushered all of our housemates in as discussed last week, and one of the very first things that happens is that Big Brother goes, uh, "This is Big Brother. Could two housemates please come to the diary room?" And Shabazz and Lisa um, are the two who decide to make their way to the diary room. And it's announced that um, this season there's going to be an elite group of housemates known as the Big Brotherhood. And that Shabazz and Lisa are now the founding members of the Big Brotherhood. And that means that they're going to be the only two housemates to get their suitcases and that they're also immune from eviction. And... Anyone else who's in the Big Brotherhood will then um, get their suitcase as well and will also be immune from eviction. So uh, Shabazz and Lisa get these gorgeous little sort of army beret kind of hats. The hats are a bit of a serve, I will admit. Aren't they gorgeous? I like I, them. I like them. Really? I think those, they're a bit of a serve. Berets are all, all the back. All the back? All, all the back. <laughs> all the back, Yeah. <laughs> I would wear it like. <laughs> oh, just having to wear it all day, every day, though. No, I wouldn't like the mandatory wearing of it, though. But I have my hair be matted. Yeah, true. But like, you be it's a serve. It's you know? a serve. in the Big Brotherhood. You, yeah, I mean, you I'd rather care. wear the hat and have my suitcase than not wear the hat and not have my suitcase. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll I get think to it the, later. But justice for Bonnie. <laughs> justice for Bonnie. <laughs> I will say that the lack of suitcases is it's it's an early bone of contention in the house. So I think the producers knew what they were doing by mm. depriving mm. people of their essential items. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we have Shabazz and Lisa as the founding members um, and they kind of get to like nominate people as basically people gain entry through various methods as the week goes on. Um, but the first couple of ones, I think Lisa and Shabazz get to choose and they choose uh, Pete to join the Big Brotherhood because he's got Solid. Solid. Nice um, choice. Mm-hmm. Maeve, can I ask just uh, because when I was watching, Shabazz uh, couldn't speak for some reason. I like, but it seemed like it was part of the challenge of being in the Big Brotherhood. Was that was that just something he made up? <laughs> oh no I think it was just him being dramatic I think it was to do with um, 
basically mm. there's a big fight at the end of my eps and oh, was he on like a like a silence what you call it a silence i think he's doing like a protest. silent protest Plan protest because yeah. yeah basically he's formally ostracized from the group <laughs> right i thought During. it was part of being with the with the brain meant you couldn't speak right grant yeah. just needed to clear that up <laughs> he's yeah. now a mime <laughs> no i feel like it might have been some sort of protest thing right. um yeah. i thought yeah. that Right. It's all a bit mad, but uh, yeah. So Pete's next in, and um, once Pete gets in, the rest of them start to realize that they kind of need to uh, befriend Shabazz and Lisa <laughs> because <laughs> so they all start kind of give it like Grace is really giving Lisa the hard sell on no. why she should get into the Big Brotherhood <sighs> because she says that she has two bottles of wine and a big bar of chocolate. She says that she's got clothes for everyone. She's got extra large hoodies. She's got um, little bits. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, she's like, she's like, I've got like little bits for, and she's kind of starts naming off all the other women by size. She's like, I've got this for these two. And I've got this for like me and Nikki and Imogen, basically. Like the level of cunning, like the deviousness from Very good, yeah. Like... Is this why you sound her so hard, Rob? The gay brain. Yeah, she's a big gay brain. The gay brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> the resource <Grace>. planning. <laughs> so Grace gets her entry. At this point, Nikki is not oh, coping well. From with Mikey, not. right? Anyway. Nikki is not happy with not being selected. <laughs> To enter the Big Brotherhood, but likely, um, she she says that she is going to go home if she doesn't get her suitcase, and that she feels like a homeless tramp. Um, <laughs> and Richard is kind of like rushing to her side to comfort her, and I think this is the beginning of the gays absorbing Nikki Graham. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, um, begins. So yeah, now I will say that the leadership of the Big Brotherhood is kind of starting to go to Shabazz's head quite early in the game. Yeah. Uh, he's exhibiting a lot of like main character energy, but in kind the of an annoying way. way. <laughs> and Caesar is kind of n- not enjoying this about Shabazz. Now, I will say initially, I was not, I well, I, I will say I'm not seeing it for Caesar full stop, but I was so much not seeing it for Caesar that I kind of was siding with Shabazz initially until <laughs> the week unfolded. Um, yeah. So he, what's this? He does this like speech about how he's like the main character. What is it? Oh, I need to find, um, find what the exact quote was. Uh, Anyway, I'll come back to it. <laughs> anyway, so... He's the leading oh, actress. Yes. Here's I am is. the main character of Big Brother 2006. No, he says, uh, you don't like a, th- a bit of theatre, a bit of sparkle. You've never done anything interesting in your life. You're boring. I've achieved what I came to achieve. <laughs> like, what was that? So on like day three? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah, like it's all very... Yeah, so... That's uh, Caesar v Shabazz, which is one of his many beefs that he has throughout the week. Oh, many. Um, um, I'm very sad I missed all of this. Now, obviously, like as we done previously, we've split up the apps because ain't nobody spending nine hours in their week watching this. 
Yeah, that would ca- like we did that for the first couple of seasons, and we were like, it we it it can't be done. <laughs> so <laughs> we are working women, <laughs> so we're divvying them up. Um, but it does mean that, particularly with this season, like there's a good chance we're gonna miss something major. Um, mm, so we might mm. have to do a bit of extra watching. Um, mm, at least, mm-hmm. like, say for example, I don't think any of us are going to be missing. Susie Verico going into the house. <laughs> Ashleen coming out of the box. Like. Ashleen coming out of the box is just oh, listen. imprinted in my memory. Don't need to watch it. It's there. Just have to listen. Think. Oh no! Here's, sorry. Here was the other thing that Shabazz said. When the majority of the cast don't like the leading lady. Um. Oh wait, that's kind of a spoiler. Um. But spoil it. Spoil it. Do it. Uh, okay. So suffice to say, Shabazz leaves by the end of the week, right? Yes. <laughs> he says when the majority of the cast don't like the leading lady I have to bow out don't you dare tell me I can't leave this is him threatening to leave right I think he threatens to leave a few times before he eventually leaves um, and Big Brother says you can't leave and then he says fine I'm going to bed Um, I'm going to take my mic off you are now learning the meaning of silence is golden so I think that was when he started doing a silent protest right <laughs> Right, okay. Um, but yeah, like he has like a good few fights with various people throughout the mm. week. Um, Caesar is kind of the first beef that he has. Um, the Caesar is one, definitely continues as the main one throughout the whole week. It, it seems to be the most contentious. Yeah. And they're sure. both wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> right. Um, on the subject of beef, was Shabazz hiding food? Do I remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. So that was in my episode, right. which maybe I was wondering, did you have context as to why he did it or was it part okay, of the so, revenge? Okay, let's just do the whole Shabazz saga in one go. <laughs> so basically, um, there was a couple of things um, with Shabazz versus various people. Um, one very notable one, what which was quite problematic is him kind of ta- he takes a bit of a shine to Glenn quite oh, early no. in the week. Oh no. Not this. And Glenn is very much like an like a, an 18-year-old kid from Wales who's just a bit overwhelmed to be there. The poor chicken doesn't get a suitcase at all throughout the week. So he's <laughs> going around <laughs> in these red Baywatch shorts for the whole week. So like God love him. He literally is going around like with his top off and like shorts all week. But Shabazz is just very handsy with him. And Glenn kind of says to him, listen, like, um, <laughs> sorry, I was about to start doing a Welsh accent. I'm not going to do it. But like, <laughs> he was like, he feeling very conflicted because he was like, do it, Go he's, on, like do it. he's like, okay, Shabazz, I don't hate gays, but I want you to stop touching me. Like, oh, my so, oh my God. And Shabazz is like, is it because I'm gay? And Lynn's like, no, I just don't like you touching me. And then Shabazz is basically trying to like gaslight Lynn and like make him look homophobic. Oh, um, and he's like well I'm not going to stop touching you I'm not going to change the way I am I'm like if someone asks you to stop touching them that's, I think you, you just that's stop that's not like, homophobia that's just and you know. Glenn is so obviously uncomfortable Glenn and is like, such he, a pest like, he's, he's such an a absolute chicken. pest and like Shabazz is fully like gaslighting him saying like well you better get used to it because it's also fully in his 40s, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, 37. No, 37, 37. as we established last week. 
Um, so that was one of them. Um, and Dawn is kind of pally with Shabazz throughout the week. And I think that's when she kind of starts to go against Shabazz a bit. Because I think at the start, she's like, why is everyone kind of ganging up on Shabazz? It's a bit mean. And then Dawn was like, listen, I'm not being funny, but like, if that was like an 18 year old girl and you were a straight man doing that, like, it'd still be fucking weird. Like, it's nothing to do with being gay. You can't just touch people. Um, so yeah, there was that. And then there was Shabazz v. Lisa, which I think was the most explosive uh, argument. So Shabazz and, and Lisa have been nominated as co-leaders um, of the Big Brotherhood. They have a couple of uh, people that they bring in. So I think they, they bring in Pete, for, or the, Pete first, then Grace, then uh, Leah. Um, because Leah is sobbing without her bras because she is not going to be wearing oh, no. any of Grace's bras, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So, so Leah gets her gets her case, thank God. But then they have um they have another thing where they get all these presents. So the current members of Big Brotherhood are given all these kind of wrapped gifts and they have to choose who gets what gift but they don't know what's in each box or what oh it's God. for it's giving Ashleen as Santa do you remember oh, yeah. <laughs> basic rations for a basic, basic bitch oh uh, honestly like but so basically because they don't know who's getting what they kind of just divvy them out and Shabazz and Lisa are basically roaring at each other over well Shabazz is just going absolutely mad because he wants to be the one to pick them all and everyone else is like, well, no, like we all have to pick, like we're all in the brotherhood. Like we don't know what's in the thing, but like, it's not just your decision. And then he's like, no, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. And Lisa's like, I'm the fucking leader as well. Like, fuck off. Max, excuse <laughs> so that, me, bitch. So Shabazz picks them all. And then Lisa's like, no, he, like you're not getting to pick them all. So I think Lisa's like, I- I'm swapping two of these. And that's the end of that. Right. So she swaps two of them. And what ends up happening is that Caesar ends up, because of Lisa's swap, Caesar ends up getting into the Big Brotherhood. Oh, fuming. Oh, no. And in fuming. fairness, they're both sick because both uh, Lisa and Shabazz hate Caesar. So she is kind of raging. But Shabazz starts going absolutely nuts at her. Like he starts calling her, like, insert ableist term here. Um. Oh like all these horrible names and everyone is getting so annoyed. Like they're all screaming at each other. Like what the fuck is wrong with you Shabazz? Like he's just so volatile and so just childish. Like he just has like absolute tantrums over everything. If anything doesn't go his way, he goes absolutely mad. Like, and mm. so they're all kind of at their, the end of their tether. Cause it's been three or four days of just this constantly, like all day, just this presence in the house um, and it ends up getting this big, it ends up exploding into this big, huge fight towards the end of my episodes where everyone's like freaking out. Like, but this, it, it kind of does get a little bit nasty as well, where like Richard had kind of been trying to get on with Shabazz like the whole week. But he is so annoyed by the way that he's speaking to Lisa and like he's kind of having to go with Leah, like that he like Richard ends up having this big uh, explosion at Shabazz where he's like he's deliberately trying to upset people. He has to be ostracized from the group. We are not speaking to him anymore. 
he no longer exists to us. He's and he basically was like everyone ignores Shabazz. So I was a bit like, oh, don't know about this. It's hard to watch, even though like deserved, but it's really yeah, it's hard to watch. Like, yeah, it's just like I don't know this whole he doesn't exist. Like it's major exclusion tactics. But like I also understand. Like I would be so annoyed at that point that I can understand why he just absolutely flipped at him but at the same time it's just very uncomfortable to watch mm. so basically it's yeah and then Pete's just looking real uncomfortable because like he doesn't like watching someone be excluded it's really like really nasty like, like day three day three day three <laughs> well, it's like, really, then, it reminded me of like schoolyard kind of shit going on where oh like, it was real schoolyard and then was, what was it as well um Dawn kind of confronts him then. She's like, listen, I've had enough of you. Like, you can't be acting like this. And then Shabazz started, I can't even remember what the conversation was, was about, but he just started saying, like, the N-word to Dawn as, like, an example. What? Of, like, oh, yikes. Yeah, but, like, it, it was kind of, like, I don't know, he was kind of using it as an example of, like, why... I Like, I can't remember. Um, But basically, you can't be doing that, like... Um, and then at the end of the night, after everyone's gone to bed, Shabazz goes into the kitchen and hides all of the food. Like, basically, is like, if they're going to ostracize me, I'm going to starve them. And he has this real, like, erratic um, episode where he just basically hides all of the food. Is this his moment where he's like, don't fuck with me, fellas? <laughs> yeah yeah it was something like that but he i'm just like mate you are not helping yourself like i didn't even cover a quarter of the stuff that happened with shabazz there like yeah. it's actually impossible to cover it all they are just a few examples oh my God, I, think, I, I can take over from here because i <laughs> yeah. have uh <laughs> i've I I started from the food being hidden. So like yeah. they wake up the next day Christ. and they think that they've done something wrong to Big Brother. They think they're being punished by Big Brother, that Big Brother took back all their food. And they're kind of like, what the fuck did we do? Oh my God, we don't understand. They thought they were being punished for maybe what they did to Shabazz and like before. And then they ask him like, did you hide the food? And he's like, no, I didn't. And then they kind of, they still can't find the food. Uh, and some of them, like Richard in particular and Caesar, still think it's Shabazz. But Leah stands up for him saying, stop, stop accusing him of something. He's already said he didn't do it. Uh, just leave him off. But then they find the food and Shabazz admits it was him. And then Leah is just can't look at him. Uh, so he's like written off for her. She was one of the, maybe the last one who kind of had, or maybe Pete is the last person who kind of has any empathy towards him Yikes. at all oh but Leah was having Leah was going absolutely nuts at him the night before as well like she had had it up <laughs> to here as well like, like so we <laughs> so, um well, like we touched briefly last week that like Leah's awful VC but she's so nice like she's such yeah. an absolute darling she's like, real sweet she like, takes Bonnie under her wings like Bonnie's just having a, a awful week Bonnie's just lost in the crowd the whole week to be honest yeah and Leah really takes her under her wing and is looking after her and like she's like the mom yeah yeah and you know what I think things got off to a bad start with Bonnie first of all because she got booed on the way into the house and she was visibly shook from the very start second of all when uh, Shabazz and Lisa were nominating the first person to come into the big brotherhood 
and they didn't realize that they were being broadcast into the sitting room and everyone was watching them discuss it. Mm. And Lisa said, um, oh, well, I, it's hard to pick because um, there's only two of them I don't like and that's Caesar and Bonnie. The rest of them are mint. No. <laughs> and oh, Bonnie was just like, Bonnie. Um, Bonnie was really upset. Like she was like crying and everything. She was like, I don't She's- understand why... Lisa doesn't like me. Like, she doesn't even know me. Like, oh, and she'd Bonnie. obviously just been booed. I think she just was a bit rattled, like, the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. Poor chicken. Um, right. Back to Shabazz, because I have a lot more to cover. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway, Shabazz. Um, the next big, big argument that happens is something to do around the shopping list. So the shopping comes in. Uh... And then Shabazz like has an absolute meltdown because he realized he he's done he's made a big mistake. I think like what he means by his big mistake is that he hid the food that he shouldn't have done that. Because I think he thinks that Lisa changed the shopping list without him knowing, and I don't know, it was all very confusing. But basically he gathered everyone in like the living room and was like, guys, I think I've made a massive mistake. Uh, was there mint or basil in the shopping? And everyone's like, why are you asking us this? It's so confusing. And uh, he's just there like, it's so dramatic. Like he's so like commanding of the room. He's like, everyone needs to watch, look at me and see me in my, in my like shameful moment. And then he's like, uh, I think I made a huge mistake with hiding the food. I'm so sorry. Uh because uh, he he thought the sh- they they did the shopping list behind his back or something. I'm not sure, May. Did you see the shopping yeah, list being so done? Did he hide the basil by accident? <laughs> I forget where he put it. <laughs> no, because I think if there was mint and basil on the shopping list, it w- or it came, it was his shopping list that was done or something. So then- basically, what ha- what had happened was right, okay. That, um, <laughs> So only the Big Brotherhood were allowed to do the shopping list. Yeah. Um, the rest of them weren't allowed to, like, basically contribute to it at all. Um, so, and I think at the time that they were doing it, it was only Pete, Lisa and Shabazz in the Big Brotherhood. Right. And they were trying to do it, like, the three of them together. But Shabazz basically insisted on doing the whole thing himself. Like, he was like, no, I have it. I've got it. And basically he went over budget, so he didn't calculate the pricing properly. So Big Brother had to keep sending the back and be like, no, you need to redo it. Like it has to be in budget. And Shabazz was like, I basically insisted on doing it himself, but they still were over budget in the end. So basically Big Brother just cut off the last 18 items off the shopping list and they had no idea what the 18 items were. So they just had to wait for the shopping to arrive to see what Uh, was put off. Right. So that makes sense. So that's the mistake he made, basically. Yeah, he (laughs) fucked up the whole thing, basically. Bonnie's uh, beans. Because there was no mint or basil. So we know mint and basil were on the last few items then. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was alphabetical. Yeah. uh, but like this whole scene because it's just so like attention seeking because he's just making a big show and he gets everyone to sit down and watch, watch him Richard just doesn't take this well at all he calls him a joke everyone's like just sitting just laughing at him like it's very awkward to watch um, yeah. 
and Richard like actually says that he doesn't want the public to think that all gay men are like Shabazz and he doesn't and he hates that he's being he's like a representation of the gay community on telly because he's awful uh yikes it's a bit of a yikes thing to say yeah it was a big Um, it was a big yikes like I think all of it is just very yikes because you can't you can't say that to someone on TV first of all um but like also I don't know like it was he was just so problematic like Shabazz was that like I like the whole Glynn thing I I'll expand on the Glynn thing because it's my yeah. next point. So <laughs> this is another th- kind of discourse that continues over the next few days is the kind of touchy grabby-ness. Um, and I think uh, Shabazz, they're in the kitchen. It's like Shabazz, Lee and Bonnie maybe, or Lisa. And Shabazz just starts talking about Pete's, you know, package uh in a quite a crude sense and like i think leah just flips the lid and said and she just goes you really are a dirty old man and you should be ashamed of yourself so that was awkward yikes um then that kind of leads into like just so much fucking happens in the kitchen i can't cope like so this it's leads actually into really a, stressful to even it's so true. <laughs> And then we have like minutes, like literally minutes later, it's Caesar versus Shabazz in the kitchen. Uh, Shabazz, 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 I don't know what it was around. Oh no, it was about a cereal. So Shabazz, Shabazz had made like a bowl of cereal and I'd only eaten a few spoons of it. And then, so Caesar came in and was cleaning up and threw it out. And then Shabazz comes in and flips the lid being like, stop throwing away my food. Then he makes more. Uh, and Caesar's like, uh, stop fucking wasting food, you prick. Uh, <laughs> like you're oh wasting God. like cereal and milk. Well, if you make something, would you just eat it and stop leaving it all? Because apparently he's done this a few times. But then, like the whole house seems to come in, and they all start like just flipping at out of them, and so much that Lisa actually gets called into the diary room to calm down because she's just had enough. And like he is like he would drive me insane because he keeps going to like the bowl and pulling out a new bowl and filling it up with cereal and pouring milk over it and then throwing it in the bin like he keeps doing oh my god he is just and they're like that's our food we don't have enough we barely have enough food for everyone like will you please stop and then lisa just flips the lid and then he gets up in caesar's face saying like he wouldn't suck him off if he was a lot he had the last bit of oxygen on earth in his you know, <laughs> uh, and then sorry, let me just gather myself here. <laughs> You're um, becoming enraged. So they all. So this is where the kind of group, the group kind of uh, like the group mentality mob thing kind of starts again because they all go like run away from him and all go into the living room and just kind of close the door and they all sit there and they hope he doesn't follow. And then when he comes over, they all get up and leave, which is really awkward. Oh one. my god! It's very uh, much like because it's like on the one hand you're half like deserved, like he's an absolute nightmare. No, but they don't have to do this, like this but whole like, group. The the extremeness thing, of the reaction like, is just also like I don't think this yeah. is the answer either. Like you know, know what I mean? Like, George is the only one who doesn't leave. Oh, sorry, there's oh. the alarm going off. Oh. <laughs> uh, George is the only one who doesn't get up and leave because he, he calls himself an individual. 
he doesn't follow the group christ yeah Uh, like it's very it's uh it's just this like entire group versus one person yeah and then it was quite uncomfortable then my horse got (laughs) Um, and then um uh shabat which just cuts like so basically they're just like running away from him basically and then it cuts to shabazz in the garden on his own reading the big brother rules book (laughs) maybe trying to find out if he like is if they're breaking rules by acting like this towards him and then it cuts to the kitchen he's back there and he turns on bonnie for some reason not bonnie and then bonnie actually is like you're 37, mate. Maybe you should fucking grow up and start attacking me. Um, <laughs> and and Lee is like, yes, mama, you're sure. Yeah, you you stand up for yourself. Uh, I mean, if Bonnie is angry, then you're really, you're really something else. Um, yeah. Again, uh, there's another scene where they're kind of like at the, at the, in the, sitting in the kitchen. Everyone's just kind of laughing at him. He's standing up, just eating a pack of crisps and everyone's just kind of like, pointing and laughing at him um <laughs> and then they they ask that he actually goes out to the garden and caesar runs over and closes the door and locks it with a belt so he actually can't get back in so then oh, he's here stuck in, not he's stuck that in. like now, now they're all inside like laughing at him while he's locked in the garden god uh, and i i'm a bit pissed because big brother didn't stop this big brother should have stepped in and told him to take the belt off because that's surely breaking rules like locking doors that aren't meant to be locked like i was a bit miffed that they let it go on for so long because it's really hard to watch like i know he's awful but this is this is just bullying like it's really yeah see i didn't really see that much of the aftermath of like like i just saw kind of where the group was kind of starting to turn on him but i didn't see how they acted then after that like you can't be fucking locking people into rooms with belts yeah, like. like it's just and then the next thing he's just gone like it's no it's it's very abrupt and they're kind of just announced that Shabazz left and then that's it and it's god do you know what vibe yeah. I was getting from this whole thing like okay who think of another housemate that was all we talked about for the whole week one episode and then oh. They like that was the end. Kitten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huge kitten vibes off this whole Shabazz. I mean, arc. he definitely made his mark. Uh, like honestly, because it was literally like almost the entire first few. Like they were all centered around Shabazz, and then he's just gone. Yeah, and the rest of the season just kind of we get on with the rest of the season. Like, and I was just like, this is giving me kitten vibes because when she was in the house, the whole story was all about her. Mm. And that was the same with Shabazz. Like, needless to say, I can see why Shabazz struggles to get a job. Um, oh my god! Yes. I was thinking that. I actually was thinking that when I like when he described like, he himself said, as unemployable. He he, yeah, he said. But he said he's never had a job like ever, and he's been on benefits for his whole life. And I'm like, you know, maybe there's something wrong there. <laughs> like, you know, like, imagine working. Imagine working with that. Imagine. Yeah. No, I, I he's not someone who I would particularly wish to spend uh, a huge amount of time with, to be honest. Um, and listen, I hope he's doing well. I hope he, I, like, I, listen, I do hope he's doing well. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. For sure. I, I wish the best uh, for Shabazz. But yeah, that's Isn't the whole Shabazz saga. Like if he hadn't walked, 
he wouldn't have been up for eviction this week because he was in the Big Brotherhood already. Yeah, so God knows how much he lost. What would have happened? Like, they yeah. would have killed him. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I was thinking as well? If Lisa hadn't swapped those boxes, Caesar probably wouldn't have gotten into the Big Brotherhood and he could have been the first out. Oh, I actually oh, think he would have been Bonnie. the first out. He probably would have been, yeah. If he was up against Bonnie, I definitely think Caesar would have been evicted because yeah. he was not pleasant. Or just give Bonnie <laughs> her fucking suitcase. Bonnie. You bastards. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I might not have uh, gone as ballistic at poor Lisa as Shabazz did over swapping the, the presents, but... It it could have led to a different result. We could have saved Bonnie. <laughs> I'm like, does <sighs> did anyone like him? Well, I think Pete was kind of definitely. Beach was what felt the 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 bad end vibes, and they were getting to him. I think. I think I probably would have been in the same position. Like very like, I wouldn't have liked to have seen that happen. Yeah, it's just not nice. Uh, but Jesus, he was tough. He's he was tough he, to he was with. actually borderline unwatchable. Like because. I was just it was so full on and like it was just everything he was just everything he was just everything about him that he was doing was everything. Wrong. Um, everything everything I just wrote down in about three different places in this document I am exhausted <laughs> think how tired I am will we move on and chat about our second walker of the week let's, let's do, do it. it there's more than one yeah, suffice to say we've lost three housemates by the end of the first week. So. Yeah, soon to be four. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I like obviously I have the tail end of the week. Um, what goes on with Dawn leading to her? I want to say Departure. her being ejected, but it's ejected. more complicated. It's more complicated than that. Oh my god! Like an ejection chair, she could fly yeah. up through the ceiling. She got yeeted out the roof, like. <laughs> How is she getting on earlier in the week? Um, fine. She's fine? Yeah. she's not the most. She's not super present. I would say there's no. Not, I never see her. Yeah, she's uh, she's not really grabbing that many camera minutes. Um, right. Early mm. doors. She's mostly appearing as kind of a support to Shabazz until she realizes that uh, <laughs> that might be futile <laughs> exercise. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, what about you, Mark? I mean, she's featured in my episodes, but actually not shown. It's more, it's 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 a it's a concept around her that <laughs> now we know that she works. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to approach this, but we know yeah. that she works out quite a lot, basically. Yeah, and we know that Nikki is like a OCD germaphobe as well. So yeah. these two things aren't mixing too well because Nikki cannot cope with her body odor it's probably not even strong but like it's more that nikki is triggered massively by it yeah so oh yeah actually yeah sorry i forgot to mention there was something about that in my episodes where they were accusing dawn of smelling or like there was like some incident with like a smelly towel but then they realized that it was actually coming from richard's Mm. vest top i don't know there's this whole smelly like surely it was Glyn, like four or five days in his lifeguard. I yeah. couldn't really figure out what the situation was. Basically, there was some sort of towel rack where there was a towel on it that smelled, and it was either coming from a hoodie 
which they originally thought it was coming from Don's hoodie, but then Richard thought that it was actually coming from his vest top. Anyway, it was this whole who's responsible for the smelly tag, kind of, te- smelly yeah. tail, oh, like, Nikki the center murder of all. mystery. Yeah, Nikki was very much... Because yeah. uh, I think she's the one that's bothered by it because she's up, obsessed with germs or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, because in my one, she's having an absolute episode over... She's wearing, she's wearing Grace's hoodie. And I think Dawn was sitting on the hoodie before she put it on. And it just shows, it zooms in and she just kind of sniffs the arm and then it gets up and runs away, <laughs> like almost crying. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know God. about that. Yeah. yeah. But and then like, I was just like, surely that's not. Anyway, but she's, and then this whole, like, she calls Grace into the kitchen and she's like, or into the bathroom. She's like, I'm so sorry, but this is not me. I do not smell. Uh, I think, I think Dawn sat in this. And then there's a whole thing about like how to tell Dawn. It's just, I, I don't know. It was silly yeah. to me, like completely silly. But Dawn is a grown woman. She's grand. Dawn she's absolutely d- fine. completely oblivious to all of this going on. <laughs> so, um, so, like, so they're all just talking about her, but they yeah. never actually. Well, they actually say never it to show her. Dawn in any of these scenes. They never actually show her. I'm like, oh what is Dawn doing oh, during all of right this? Right, reply, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like at the start of my one, uh, Dawn is chatting about how. When she was trying to get into the house, she was purposefully just like really nasty in her VT and how that's not her, as we'd said last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was and she's just like, so her, her, I, this was one of the gas ones. Yeah. So They're yeah. all bastards. Yeah. <laughs> she's chatting to Richard, who's agreeing that he did similar. Um, but she's basically saying that she was chosen based off like her interviews and her VT where she was just being nasty so she doesn't want to be part of a process that picked her for being nasty I was like what? fair but you're also well, like would you not have thought of that yeah, before you came yeah, in yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could have just walked not got out of that car honey you know <laughs> yeah. but like at this stage <laughs> just sat in the back seat <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. no, thank you remember Mary getting out and walking the wrong way oh, <laughs> oh, the so. car park um, yeah. So basically, Dawn is one of at this stage. It's Dawn, Glyn, Bonnet, Imogen, and Nikki that still don't have their suitcases. Um, some people are handling it better than others. I, Dawn and Bonnie are not. Um, so it basically comes down to a vote of who they want to join the big brotherhood these would be the final two members um and that's it everyone else will be up for eviction and they decide on it's a little bit cutting because they're just like oh you have to just decide your two members and it's lisa has to stand up and announce and she chooses or they choose uh imogen and nikki but she really goes in she's like so basically everyone's like sitting around together and she could have just said like, oh, I'm choosing Nikki, which is just like, oh, yeah. she's Nikki. She's a great girl. She's so much fun. She always has a smile on her face. She brings <laughs> so much to the group, like top notch lass. And well, just puts Bonnie you down, just, just oh. looking like. Bonnie just looking like deadpan, Glenn oh. just looking really sad, and Dawn just like enraged. Oh. Um, and the same for Imogen, like gorgeous gal, been so kind to everyone. It's just like there's no need. Yeah, because you're uh, kind of right saying. saying. Is Imogen a bit dull so far? 
Yeah, there's not much going on. I also she's I, had a couple <laughs> of of problematic lines already. Oh no. Um so will we go into her courtship? Uh Oh, yeah, let's touch on the various courtships and then I'll yeah. get back to Dawn. How about okay. that? Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right, we're right, going right. we're going to briefly segue to right, budding right. romances, right? So, we told you that this was going to be a stream of consciousness. <laughs> well, you got it. So, <laughs> well, Shabazz you go. is finished, so, so don't worry about that. <laughs> so basically, yeah, so Basically, Imogen and Caesar are having a bit of a budding romance situation happening. Um, I mean, gross. When I say like, I whatever. could not watch that. It was disgusting. Unwatchable. Absolutely disgusting. unwatchable. It was all like the. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. Oh, so triggering, Mark. Oh, it was literally like. I I don't know. They're like teenagers. Like yeah, she was all like, like, "I'm too shy," and he was like, "No, you're not." But like oh, honestly, so they wake up on they wake up like the first night. Like they uh, end up like sleeping in the bed together on the first night. Right? They wake up in the morning and he's like calling her a dirty girl and um, saying oh he's going to the bathroom. Back Yikes. in ten minutes, he's oh going to God. the bathroom. I might be about ten minutes. Wink, wink. Like, oh my god. And then Caesar, oh, loads of like just casual fat phobia as well. Like oh, he's like, okay. Caesar's like, I've only slept with beautiful women. Women rely on their looks. Um he's like, but the thing is with beautiful women is that half the time they just lay there like a sack of potatoes. Fat birds work harder because they have something to prove. I'm like, you are awful. Wowie, so this this was like wowie, this was like wowie. the pretext. This was the pretext for why I was team Shabazz in the initial Caesar v Shabazz feud because I was like this <laughs> bastard, but then I was like, oh no, they're actually both bad. But um, can I just say George is just as bad to be honest because like him oh. and Caesar are chatting outside like lad lad talk and uh, George is like Imogen is too old for him. I'm like, what age is Imogen? Like, is she like 24 20? probably? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Um, and then he thinks so basically George is saying like Grace is, is the one he has his eye on uh, because yeah. Imogen is too old and Nikki and Leah are in, as he says filthy filthy oh, oh. Like, he does say like uh, in my one he they're talking about Leah and he's just like oh wouldn't touch her with a barge pole and then Glenn is like oh, oh I actually think she's quite attractive and he's just like oh yuck yeah, oh, I don't get off. it. It's so awful. Like, like who the fuck are these men? Ugh. Yeah, like who are you? Honestly, like there was actually sorry on the subject of uh, Nikki um, being quote unquote filthy. Um, there's this gas conversation between her and, and Pete where she's like, "Has anyone been to torture club?" She's like, <laughs> <laughs> And then Pete's just talking about getting bashed around at like these kink parties with by a load oh. of these dominatrixes. I'm like, go Pete. Class. <laughs> Class is like, yeah, so he's just like, yeah, he was like talking about his uh fetish club era. I was like, love this, this for you. Um, but anyway, that was that was so, side point. I think George have, so was there in the fetish club. No, I think George was there for the conversation, hence why he, he was the dominatrix. That he was filthy. <laughs> he was the dominatrix, yeah. So we have image. So by my episode, we have Imogen and Caesar. Yeah, we have yeah. 
Grace and Mikey. So when does that start? But also Grace and Grace George. and George. But also Nikki and George. Also oh. Lisa and Pete. Nikki and also George. Pete and Leah. Also Glyn and Leah. Pete and um. Leah and Glyn and Leah. What? Hang on. <laughs> like <laughs> undertones. Not like a verse so, canoodling. I yeah. like, like, Mikey like makes to... it known that he fancies Grace. So he makes that yeah. known. Um, and then the next thing I saw, I think, were they always sharing a bed? Because the next thing I saw, they were just in bed together. But they were in bed together. But then in my one, Grace kept hopping between George's bed and Mikey. Yeah. So she'd be like snogging Mikey, but then she'd be over like giving George a little spoon. I'm like, what is going on? So they're not so, established yet, I would so say. Nikki, whereas, yeah. early in the week is kind of in her David Attenborough era because she keeps coming in to the diary room to like give big brother the scoop on what's going on with all the budding romances right so she's like coming in and she's like right here's here's the situation so uh caesar and imogen are mad for uh each other mikey also likes imogen um but nikki was basically betting that caesar and imogen were going to become a thing and Mikey would then move on to Grace. And Grace was effectively kind of scoping out both Mikey and George. Um, and apparently she was going for Mikey. Actually, I think she was also going for Caesar at one point. Oh, sick. Um, but Nikki observed that she was showing more of an interest in George since she found out that he lived in Sloan Square and therefore must have a load of money. <laughs> As a Sloan Ranger herself, Grace Adams Shore surely has yeah. spotted him before. Yeah. Um, but listen <laughs> as a regular lots, on the streets lots of bits yeah hard to keep mm. up with yeah um, interesting in the eviction episode Davina says that she doesn't think Grace and Mikey are going to last well, well, well how many kids later are they've we they've just had their fourth child <laughs> right <laughs> um, right so spark notes loads of romance going on I'm conscious we have a lot to get through so I'm going to get back to Dawn yeah, okay. we're, then we're going to talk about Bonnie. Then we're going to do this thing. Okay. Right. <laughs> so basically, Dawn hasn't been picked to get into the Big Brotherhood and is now up for eviction. And she yeah. just stands up and is like, no, I'm off. <laughs> and she just leaves the room and it's just like, no, I'm leaving. And everyone's doing like, re- it's really like, oh, foe. Like, no, oh, oh. no. Like, high drama. I'm like Nikki is like grabbing the door to stop her leaving and she's bawling crying it's all just high high, high drama. drama Richard's just sat there like ah, oh. she's going like let her go um, yeah because Nikki and Dawn were actually kind of a bit of a pair early in the week like mm. Dawn I think was like quite a calming presence for Nikki yeah very um, that but yeah. Grace this is a Grace conniving she's basically like oh she's only doing this to try and get her suitcase um, and she's going to make a bargain with Big Brother and get her suitcase sorry or this is the same woman leave. this that is the same literally woman bargaining. who pitched yeah like Lisa um, so I'll touch more later but basically Dawn goes into the diary room and is like oh I'm thinking of leaving and then it like it, it all cuts very strangely, and it's like oh, um, before housemates enter the house, they're told that they can get uh, a message from home if there's like an emergency situation. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, Dawn yeah. has been contacted by her sister uh, due to a family emergency. And Dawn is in the diary room and is told about this right. off camera. And Dawn comes out of the diary room and is like, I'm back, but I'm leaving. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so she has like a bag and all. I don't know what went on, but time must have passed between her first saying she was leaving and but now did we find out what emerging. the emergency was? So she then walks across the house and like <laughs> gathers everyone in like a circle and is like, I have a code. I have a code. And <laughs> Leah clocks straight away what she's talking about. Oh my god, Alan Turing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Alan Turing walks so Dawn could run She <laughs> <laughs> oh. runway Just saying uh, yeah. part. Um, So basically Leah understands what she's talking about Which Nikki is un- what? <laughs> yeah, the, what is- she said there's a co- I have a code Right And I found out that um, There's something very wrong with My sister but I have a code and they just it's can't the code figure that it. her sister said that there was something very wrong with so her. The code is basically if anything bad comes out in the press about Dawn or she's yeah. being like presented badly, that yeah. that's going to be her way out. Yeah. Oh, okay. But she just fucking, fucking airs it. And then it like sends everyone into this like paranoid spiral where then Leah <laughs> is like, oh, was her code about herself or about us? Like, what about my son? Is my son all right? And Leah is just spiraling. Oh, God. Grace is fucking stirring it, being like, she's only doing this to get her suitcase. <laughs> And has them all, like Grace gathers them in the bedroom and is like, I don't trust her. I don't believe anything she's saying. She's only doing this to get her suitcase. I'm like, oh, my Dawn God. told Nikki to be careful. And Nikki's like, what? What? what does that mean? <laughs> it's just like, it's so, but it's all really like, I don't know what's taking place when, because it just keeps cutting. It's just really weirdly edited. Right. And then they go to bed. They have a, a party that night and everyone's giving each other lap dances as chaos and then they go to bed and dawn first thing in the morning is called into the diary room (laughs) oh not even she's called in and they're basically like on such and such a date you told my brother x y and now you're saying it was a code do you agree and dawn just keeps saying oh shut up shut up Shut up. <laughs> no. Oh, shut up, shut up. I was like, stream, shut up by the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. <laughs> so Dawn technically gets booted for breaking the rules because she had a secret code. Where her sister. Right. Where her but sister. she was on the way right. out anyway. Like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so off she goes in the early hours before they're woken up. But the, like the chaos she leaves behind because she's just like deep, deep paranoia. With all of them. Oh my God. Blessed. I have to take a breath and talk very briefly about Bonnie (laughs) before we uh, move into the eviction. Bonner. Bonnie. So, did Bonnie get much of a look in in your Um, episodes? Just of her fight with Shabazz. She's involved. It's a smelly hoodie. Um, Yeah. And the only thing for me is that whole thing where Lisa said she didn't like her. Right. Um, And she was falling. There's a moment where she's like crying on sitting on the bed and Leah is just kind of, uh, Leah is absolutely distraught that Bonnie didn't get her suitcase. Um, So is Bonnie. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I just want a fucking suitcase. Yeah, so basically, uh, yeah. she's Bonnie is very upset because she's not been herself because she thinks her clothes are tied to her personality. So she's not being able to show any confidence or her identity. She doesn't ever make up. I'm like, fair, fair. Yeah. In a key twist, right? On and the she doesn't have day, great footwear with her either. She doesn't. She does not. <laughs> She's unsupported for the whole week. Unsupported arches. Fall him. So on eviction day, Bonnie is called into the diary room and she's given a challenge that she has three minutes to list as many items as she can from her suitcase and she'll get them all. Oh, fab. Love I that have, for her. Oh my God. Right. Okay. I'm going to do my best <laughs> Bonnie here. One word for word. Yeah. I want my pink hoodie. It's got a hood on it and it's it's got it's a hoodie and it's like a jumper and it says some writing on it and it's got like hey, you need to hurry it up at the front like all hoodies all hoodies and she gets her um her pink fluffy slippers two leopard print pants white jeans pink boots and a pink coat I'm like we've no choice but to stand she forgot did she forget to mention the makeup bag I hate that for her Oh, fuming. Maybe that fuming. didn't make the cut. Oh, shit. Glenn does the same. And I have a note here, and I'm very sorry if this offends multiple Welsh listeners. <laughs> does Glenn kind of sound like Dracula? Oh, Dr- my God. He's like, the louder you are, the more you get. But you know what I didn't realise actually about Glenn? He mentions it early in the week, but he actually says that he thinks his English is improving in the house because he actually is a first language Welsh oh, speaker. Oh, right. Okay. So okay. He, he's like, he said he thought his English was fluent before, but he's like, I don't think it's totally fluent. But he's actually, yeah, he's a first language Welsh, well, spe- Welsh speaker. So there we go. He probably, I'd say his accent is influenced by speaking Welsh. Transylvania. Dracula. Yeah. I forgot to mention the, at the party that they have where everyone's getting lap dances, guess what fucking song they play. Guess. Uh, Narrows Barkley crazy. Yeah, fucking Narrows Barkley <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I was like, for fuck's sake. I actually, that was a total guess, but based um, off context. Oh my God, shout, play, out, um, shout out to our listener who, who noticed that I didn't play it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bait the of crazy. Yeah. They also play um, Get Right, which I've decided is our play out for the week. Honestly, Jay loves discography. I think we had an extensive discussion about this yeah. in the group chat the other week. Was that 2006? Was that not like 2008 or nine? Well, they're time traveling if they were. <laughs> it just doesn't feel that era. Maybe, well, yeah. well yeah. Right. J-Lo is... I feel like it is 2006. 2005. Oh, oh right, January okay. 2005. Well, Jesus. That makes sense because I remember it used to play in the news agents that I used to work in when I was 17. Oh. When I oh. was 17. <laughs> On the edge of 17. That was in 2003, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the eviction, right. Oh, okay. Sorry. The iconic red couches took me to a special place. Like the red light of the eviction light and them all sitting round. And just what's to come of fucking Nora you, you moose. You're certainly no Lady Grace. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, 
Oh there isn't God. like at this stage. Oh my God, it's... guys! Just just yeah. side note: when Susie comes in, is she going to be like twenty eight? We're going to be completely wrong, right? <laughs> oh. Oh <laughs> my Everyone God. so far that I thought was fifty has been like thirty. So Susie yeah. Fell in her stolen champagne. Yeah. Um, let me look up the age. I have to. Oh I have no! To know. <laughs> I'm. I simply need to know. At yeah. this stage, anyway, it's Bonnie and Glynn are the only ones left up for eviction because Dawn's done a runner. Um, <laughs> like, there isn't really much to say, is there? Like, it's yeah. big. It's Bonnie, obviously. It's 78% of the vote. Oh. Um, absolute boo fest. Like, really? Why? Down. She was barely even shown, like. Yeah. She oh, looks fab. She's in kind of like an apple bottom jean. Oh my god, what year was that? Was Bonnie pre Florida? <laughs> oh my god. I wonder if she, maybe she's the inspiration. Apple bottom jeans. Get low. 2007. Oh. oh my god, I can't believe Bonnie inspired off of a wow. Well, well, guys, well, I know Bonnie only got a week uh, in the house, but she got a fair run with uh, Little Brother. She's on it like every day, isn't she? Or every week? Afterwards. I think they do a week stint afterwards. But she had a little oh. segment, didn't she? Where yeah, like Bonnie's every, talking about climate change. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> she had like a little show called Everything and Everything on. Uh... Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. little brother, and she talked about climate change. It's very good. Oh my god! She, um, we need, we need, to, we need to dig out the vaults on yeah. that one yeah. for sure. Um, like there is anyone's got a lot... Bonnie on Little Brother compilation video? Please send it our way. <laughs> Give me the best bits. Yeah. She um, they're basically chatting in her interview about how she like didn't show her best self because she didn't have her suitcase. Um, they, Davine is like, you didn't really live up to your audition tape, and they played the entire audition tape in fall again. Yes, no. like, it's what she deserves, truly. Yeah. Um, my heart, my heart, my yeah. Get the home set everything again. And uh, everything. Everything. Davina confirmed she did indeed flick the bean. Oh, yes, she um, did. Good to know. She, Davina asks her what a fair wank off competition is, and Bonnie doesn't know. <laughs> uh, Bonnie forgets Shabazz's name. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have here this that she. Is, this is Bonnie's world, and we're all just living in it. She moved. <laughs> I have here that she didn't like George, Mikey, or Caesar, but in my autocorrect, Caesar has become sewer. Oh Lord. I feel it. Um, also, Shabazz kept autocorrected for me to Shiraz, like the wine. <laughs> oh, Shiraz and sewer. <laughs> Shiraz v sewer. Yeah. Oh, um, she God. thinks Nikki or Pete are going to win, like the taste. I mean, she called it from day one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Davina asks her what she learned about herself. And she said, I like my, my, I I just can't. I like, I like, I like my stuff. I need my clothes. I didn't learn much. (laughs) 
I have she nothing says, but time for this woman. Yeah. Like. <laughs> she says, um, would she do anything different? She wishes she'd gone into the diary room on the first night. Because then I just, I'd be like, I fucking got a hat and everything. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fact that she'd be immune from eviction. Just the hat. Got the hat and everything. everything. (laughs) I love her. I love her. Um, (laughs) They play her best bits. And the the song over is Do Something. Why don't you do Do something? something. (laughs) It's so so rude. Sorry, I love the editors. Like The song choices are really... On another level this season, yeah, I feel. So rude. Um, the interview ends with them bringing out her suitcase and she gives it a hug. Oh. Oh, so, my there God. Now, key plot point. Uh, Davina turns to camera and says, Shabazz walked, Dawn got kicked out. What has Big Brother going to do about it? See you uh, on Monday. And is this where... Oh, baby. Oh, oh she's oh my God, so I thought it was like week two. Stop. Right. So if if Shabazz hadn't walked and Dawn hadn't been booted, he literally walked so Ashleen could run. Literally, well, like, we might not have gotten Ashleen. Well, Maybe she was Sam. on standby for another. Don't forget that. Maybe she was on standby for another entry point. But like, oh yeah, and there's going to be loads. There's going to be loads yeah. of entry points. Yeah. So. Um, there we go. Like oh my God, I love this Ashley. season, like with the level of people entering and leaving, it's giving it's fully Love Island vibes. <laughs> yeah, huge. I'm actually a bit, a bit worried that Ashleen's going to be problematic, and I'll have to change my. Oh, I'm I'm memory. deeply regretting my gray standing. I'm just really? like, oh, oh, it's toxic. Like, oh no, it's horrid. But I yeah. can't. Uh, we move. Anyway, uh, we girls, move. how did we get that down to an hour and five? Jesus, like... We're literally, like, v- like almost robotic at this point. Like, the hour yeah, to actually, hour and yeah, ten minute AI, episode length is... not real people anymore. So. I'm sure oh. we had to leave out loads. Like, there's actually a load of stuff that I just didn't even bother bringing up because, like, there's just too much. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> more to come. More to come. Much, much more to come. Right. So yeah. So shall are we, we playing shall out we with, don't? Uh, is it get right or playing out with? Yeah, we go get right. I mean it's completely the wrong year, but like it's it's it is what we said. <laughs> it's our last season, we're doing it our way. We're going we're going off the way. charts. Yeah. I just yeah. want my fucking get right, you bastards. <laughs> you bastards. What me fucking good gay songs? Yeah. Um, you got Britney crazy last week, which is completely the wrong. <laughs> this yeah. is what, like ninety-eight. Right song, title, yeah. wrong song. <laughs> yeah, we move. Gotcha. Right, have a great week, guys. Have a um, week. We'll see you next week for more, more yeah. fucking madness. For more and the fucking ghetto farm. princess lands. I'm so excited. Ah. Yeah. yeah. All right, chickens. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Oh, we didn't do the sign off. Ah, who cares? Bye. Check the end of last week's episode for the sign off. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye